everyone, this is Corey. Welcome to another exciting installment of Fly Casual. You know, there's a lot I love. There's not a lot I love more than Slice of Life Moe anime featuring a Sundari leaf. But luckily for you, Star Wars just happens to be one of them. And we got some of that coming up next. We got comic reviews and some juicy rumors. So get your Magane Chan body pillows ready. Ohio, Konnichiwa, and Konbangwa. It's time for another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! That for me. That, that didn't, yeah. That, he loves his. You animal. sure that was Corey? That was Corey. <laughs> well, he woke up for like five seconds to do this. Yeah. And now he's passed yeah, out again. It. Okay. Yeah. I never knew that. I knew he was a closet anime fan. And we, you know, the people, <laughs> just tell by looking at him. The, the people who deny it the most are the ones who are the most for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, that would be Corey if that's projection. true. It's called projection. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. So here we are in another fly casual. Of course, it's a reviews and rumors episode. I think I forgot to say the episode number last time. I think it was 133. Three. Yes. Last time was 133. This now it's time one, is three. Yeah. Carry the four. One yeah. three. Yay. Matt skill. Episode 134. <laughs> 134. Your light speed fix. Yeah, that's us. We fix your lights. And, yeah. and, and, and give you speed. No way. Electrician. Is that is that what it means? I don't I don't I don't know. No, I don't think anyway. it has anything to do with that. So I'm I guess uh suiting up and going in for Corey this week because again he's dead or yeah. something. And it he's went so dead. well last week, so Yeah, I went went swimmingly. We're getting tons of good feedback, I think. I don't know. Yeah, man, it's been amazing. You remember that one tweet that that person said how awesome <laughs> yeah. it was? Yeah, yeah that, that one like, person. Lose that guy forever, please. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm Garrick, not Jay Hardy, as you may not may or may not know. Uh, over here at Master Control, down the few and across the pond, the opposite way is uh, <laughs> Stephen J. Howie. Yes, uh, pithy comment. Yeah, that was a great comment, bro. So pithy. So yes. pithy. Yes. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. You know, and I'm there stop. for those. Okay. And stop. And also, joining us for Mode Again, and our uh, third point of our triangle of terror, <laughs> Michael J. Archibald. Oh. Am I saying that right? I've never hey. said it. I forget if I'm saying Mispronounced right. word. There you go. (laughs) I was dying to use that last episode, and I probably fell asleep when I could have. Witty rejoinder, my friend. Witty rejoinder. Yes. So anyway, here we are, another fly casual. Uh, So it's like we said, it's reviews, rumors. But first, we got some rumors. You guys ready for some rumors? No. Wait, 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 wait. I I I really. I think no. we do it the other way. Hey, Garrett, I, was trying to, Garrett, I was trying to skip my own part. <laughs> you didn't even talk about how people need to put their big boy, boy pants on. Oh, uh, put your big boy pants on. And Help those up. Yeah. It's spoilerific. We're going to spoil the crap out of everything. Yes. If you haven't read the comics, 
you should read them because I'm going to spoil the crap out of two of them in our upcoming review segment. That's what we're doing. Reviews. Wait. Reviews, Howie. Reviews. Oh, reviews. Oh, okay. Yay! I didn't expect you to get it right that time. I didn't either. I'm glad I did. This is a disaster. So, we had a couple comics come out since last time we recorded. Yeah, we did. Afra number six. Oh, yeah. And of course, Lucky Poe 13. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 13 is really maybe, not a lucky number, is it? No, that's that's why it's funny. It's, it's what? ironic. What? what? Yeah, what? get it. Yeah, it's funny. Get don't, it. Don't you think? Come on, man. Get it. Oh, oh man. Get it together, man. And I... then maybe we'll tease the Thrawn novel because <sighs> I've finished. But some other people on the podcast have yeah. not. I can I can last longer than Garrick apparently. Oh, Garrick finished. Garrick finished early. Oh, no, that's not what she said. Dang it! Oh, effort number six, guys. You ready? Yeah. For down. Yeah. Thirty seconds on the clock. Here we go. Afrin and her pops are trapped by the ancient and immortal Roar and jimmed in on all sides by Imperial forces bent on her destruction. So, you know, it's like another Monday. Like any good <laughs> hero, Dr. Honeybuns pulls the oldest trick in the book. She gets a villain monologuing while the immortal green force ghost <laughs> robot controlling mist is going on and on about some ancient times and Jedi, blah, 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 blah. Dr. A gets down to what she does best. Yeah. Cutting stuff up with a lightsaber. Oh. And after the good doctor hacks her way through the onslaught of ancient ghosts in the shell rejects, she manages to pull Roar's crystal heart thingy right out from its strangely unprotected moorings, thus ending the being's reign of terror. Unfortunately, the planet they are on is going to go boom now. Dr. A teams up with the cute Captain Tolvin, Afra's words, not mine, and escape <laughs> just in the nick of time. After Afra drops the Silver Fox Imperial on some backwater planet, she makes her way to the Black Market to make some scratch and reunite with the adorable Black Crustacean. Again, those are her words. To get back into the <laughs> game, get rich quick business. And yeah. yeah. Dr. Afra. Yeah. Making amends. Making amends. Putting it all back together. Yeah. Making friends. Lifelong friends. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess in this issue's kind of continuation of the story of her and her dad going on uh, an investigative archaeological archaeological journey to find out what this ancient Jedi temple is all about, and they kind of come across the they awaken a immortal, I guess, force sensitive green mist thing that inhabits <laughs> robots and makes them kill yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, he was but, not happy. No, it's not happening. So they, they end up getting out of there. And I guess, I don't know if this is really a bombshell, but I guess, uh, I guess Dr. A is kind of into the ladies, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a little bombshell to me. Remember yeah. all the, uh, remember all the talk about um, Ray? I'm, I'm sorry, not Ray, but um, Afra and Luke, they're getting ready to hook up in this new yeah, comic. Man, and, that was, that oh, was maybe Afra's, maybe Afra's Ray's mommy and all this stuff. I guess all mm -hmm. that's gone <laughs> maybe but i mean she i think what what it comes down to she uh there's this imperial captain who's a female and she is one of the antagonists in this series so far and afra captures her and drops her on the planet and i guess she kind of calls her cute you know yeah and uh, 
She's like, I would kill you, but you're too cute to kill. And then her dad's like, well, you really got bad taste in women. <laughs> and then Afra's like, well, that makes two of us. Ba, ba, ba. But then later on in the comic, she calls uh, Black Crustacean, she calls him adorable. So maybe she's like omnisexual. Like she does it all. <laughs> likes them all. Likes, she likes everybody. She's yeah. in everybody. She's like Rando, I assume. I don't know. In my head, he is. I don't know. I, 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 I've got a couple of thoughts. I mean, the the story itself was fine. I mean, it was a conclusion to this arc, and um, I just the one thing I thought was strange is they she got hooked right back up with Black Crustacean pretty quick. So <laughs> after he had left him before, so but I guess you had to resolve that, and that's it. But there's no honor um, among. But the 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 big reveal, I guess that I, I don't was anybody expecting this because I did I hadn't heard anything. I hadn't heard rumors or anything about this. So this was. Uh, I mean, sort of a surprise to me, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but I, I personally thought like, okay, well, first off, number one, if you wanted to do this, fine. But I felt like maybe they could have just did the cute line and then kind of left it ambiguous <laughs> and I mean, like extended it out for a little while and maybe played on it. I don't know. It seemed like maybe. I don't know. I thought it was still kind of ambiguous. Like, I don't know. I mean, her. Well, dad no, I, I see it. That's. See, I disagree. Sarcastic it, as well. Who knows? It, to me, it would have been ambiguous if, if the cute comment was just left there. But the next panel, see, I kind of compared this. I think when we were talking about this this week to, you know, Lucas kind of panning on his daughter in F2 just a little too long. Because <laughs> I felt like when you go to the next panel and they have the exchange about, you know, bad taste in women kind of thing, I was just like, eh, OK, fine. You know, I, I don't know. To me, it seemed like a missed opportunity, but um, I don't know. That's. That's just my opinion on it, I guess. Yeah. So I guess so. my only beef is now that we know that she uh, likes the ladies that um, she's not raised mom. So that kind of sucks. So yeah, I was really I, hoping for right. awesome, you know. Well, yeah, that's, that awesome. was the other, right. And that was the other thing that I was going to say is like there was all this speculation, even if they had never intended to do that. I mean, you would think that someone at Lucasfilm would have been savvy enough to say, Hey, let's pull back on that a little bit and let this play out for a while because people are expecting, you know, maybe this, you know, and I, I don't know, let, let the people talk for a while, you know, but yeah. yes, to me now that that's completely shut down and, and I, I mean, is it, I mean, Ooh, I could, maybe she's going to turn her, turn her bisexual. Yeah, just, well, just because, you know, just because, you know, you, you swing one way doesn't mean you know, she's still a female. That so Link uses a force on her in the next <laughs> issue. You know, they, they Sexuality have, is a spectrum, Mike. You could well, you know, they have sperm <laughs> banks, right? So not linear. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not an on and off switch. It's you know, there's lots of dials on that. <laughs> well, I suppose you. I suppose you're right. I guess that depends on who you talk to. Though. The rumor hasn't been squashed yet. Anyway, I I thought overall, I thought, you know, I'm still loving, I like the art. It's kind of an interesting take on Afra. I mean, a couple of the panels, she looked like she was 13 or 14. Yeah, I was going to say, the art's kind of hit and miss for me. It's up and down. It's, you're right. There's some that are detailed and look great, and then others that are just, they feel kind of (laughs) lazy. Yeah. Some of the I mean, the dialogue is still really good. I mean, the writing's Now, that's just the drawing... the color, the color on this, I love. Oh, I love yeah. the coloring on, on this. So whoever did they, that. When they were, they did a, a short flashback to this Jedi place where they're at, like back in the past. And the, the coloring was really faded out and cool looking, I think. Yeah. 
I think I think another bombshell that dropped is uh, this entity, this immortal Ruhr, I guess is how you pronounce it. It's R-U-R. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce that, but I guess Ruhr. Uh, he was asking, you know, what year it is. And they're like, oh, what calendar are you talking about? Because yeah. we don't know how old you are. And he's like, right. he said something like, so the Dimatian something or other. And then yeah. her father said, well, that that hasn't been around since before the beginning of public Republic a thousand years ago. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, a thousand years ago? Ooh, Don't you ooh. mean like tens of uh, thousands of years hmm. ago? So I don't know if that little line was just a castaway line, but to me it's like, ooh, they're kind of I don't I, know. I would I would read it as a castaway. Yeah, they're like, yep, you know, old republic's out, that's all gone. Unless, you yeah. know, the old republic uh merged into an empire at some point. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it was overrun at that time. Who knows? I mean, you could rationalize it a hundred different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was interesting. I I read that and I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. Seems like it should be a lot longer, but okay. But yeah, (laughs) good-ish. Good-ish. I still love my Dr. A. Too. Better than some other. Uh, Yeah. And speaking of other comics, (laughs) Poe 13 came out. Oh, it did, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure did. Mm. It had a cover with Captain Phasma on it and everything, and just like the movie, she's not even in it. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to market her slander they right sure on do. it. They're on this. So Poe 13, let me break this down here. You ready? You do that. The villainous Poe is finally cornered by the bold Terex, and all he has left is his cowardly commando droid with one arm. It looks like this could be the end for the pilot. That is until sexy Wexley comes to the rescue. You see, Snap has a certain droid personality matrix that belonged to a certain bloodthirsty droid that he keeps on him at all times. No, not triple zero, but close enough to count. That's right. It's the return of Mr. Bones. And as Bones is wont to do, he starts making meat paste out of Tarek's dudes. Above the planet, though, Black Squadron is on the ropes until one of their own rest control of Tarek's carrying spike and starts making metal dust clouds out of more of Tarek's dudes. Now Tarek is out of dudes and Poe has him down for the count and just in time for the First Order to show up and take him in. Could this be the end of our valiant hero, Agent Tarek? Will Poe actually own a vehicle that doesn't blow up? <laughs> Will he ever see that blue flaying space bat thing carrying all those weird cult members again? Find out next time on the Adventures of Terror. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's a Poe. It's a Poe comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like it's a wrap to this arc, right? Is yeah. that how you took this? So. Well, I'm not sure if this is like a, a running gag, but I guess any vehicle that Poe owns has to be destroyed at some point. Uh, okay yeah i'll we'll see I'll the comic anything he's driven flown right scooted whatever gets blown up <laughs> so I mean, uh, how did you take i mean Terex is pretty much getting it delivered back to the hands of the first order at the end of this right i mean i'm sure he'll he'll he, uh quote unquote talk it out with captain phasma <laughs> you know 
Uh, this is, this comic is so weird, man. <laughs> There's no direction here. It was. I think it was interesting that they actually brought Mister the Mister Bones personality. Yeah, that back. was interesting because I remember you guys talking about. That. I didn't read the aftermath model. Uh, yeah, that, oh, novel, that's right. But. Right. I'm interested on your take of what you thought. Like, was that confusing to you? I mean, no, no, no. Because I remember you guys talking about it. So I, when they started talking about that, I, I immediately went to that. So I knew what it was. I knew what they were okay. doing. Um, and I, and I, those are things that I appreciate, um, when they tie, you know, the novels and the movies and, you know, everything together. So I, that's probably one of the few spots in the book where I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, so I, I was, I'm kind of interested on a take as someone who hasn't read the novels or knows anything about Mr. Bones. Cause, it, uh, for people who have read Aftermath, they're like, oh yeah, Mr. Bones. Cause he was one of the best parts of the Aftermath series. Yeah. What's you know, uh, Snap Wexley's droid. So it, it, I'm curious, like people who just read the comics for some reason, but don't read the novels. Uh, I'm wondering if they read that and they're like, uh, this makes no sense. What the hell is he doing with this weird matrix on him that he just carries around with him all the time? This is stupid. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, the whole comic's stupid, but they did. They did have a little bit of exposition on this. They did, but I they mean, had a little bit of setup. So, I it mean, it's because we know that that's a thing. But people who don't, I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, they're like. Well, that's, <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah, maybe it seemed like out of left field. But it's a comic book and comic yeah, book right. And stuff like that. I mean, every, well, I mean, I, I, that is should be no worse. I, I can't believe than a flying blue guy that takes people into space. So I think I think them downloading a, you know, a robot matrix into a, into a communicator, more a little more believable <laughs> than that. So and shoving it into a yeah. Other that was yeah. yeah, so we had a couple mm-hmm. we had a couple of casualties. We had, the carrion spike gets blown up, which I thought was very disappointing because Yeah, that was uh, weird. Followers of this podcast know the carrion spike we've talked about before was Tarkin's old ship, had like a cloaking device and all this cool stuff on it. But it's it is no more. It is blown up. And then we also lost one of the Black Squadron pilots, Lulo. Uh he was a Dorian A Wing pilot, so he he's dead. Or Yep. We'll see what happens. I don't I don't really know how long much longer this can continue. I'm ready for it to be done. I'm just <laughs> yeah, gonna be I honest, man. I know. I'm ready for that Vader comic, the, the Vader year one yeah. comic to come out and just I could do without this, this Poe comic. I, I I hate to say that. I really do, but it's I, I have no value. It has no value to me. No. It I just mean, it just seems to be meandering about. Besides Tarek's, I mean, who cares? Yeah, right. Well, and even that, I mean, Terex wasn't able to carry this one. I mean, it just, <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, everything's confusing to me because I don't know. I really don't know much about the diamond. I mean, this is pre-war between the resistance and and the First Order. Yeah. So there's this, you know, there's a little bit of them avoiding, you know, yeah. warlike a, things. and That's an interesting uh, aspect, dynamic. I guess. The sure. Comic, that mm-hmm. There's kind of this Cold War, like. Uh, they they have standing orders not to outright attack Age, each other unless right. they're first attacked, and so it's 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 very interesting on that because the first order had Poe, you know, dead to rights, but he's like, ah, 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 you right. can't attack me because we didn't attack you. Oh, plus here's Tarek, so see yeah. <laughs> I did like Tarek throwing a knife and hitting hitting Poe in the hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was, was kind of out of left field too, like, but I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's like a ninja. Like knife. 
<laughs> Knife throw. <laughs> right in the black. That's going to leave it. Nice. So, so uh, you're going to tease us a little bit, are you? Yeah. So Thrawn, I just finished up Thrawn by uh, the best. So how far along are you, Howie? Um, I think uh, a little over two, th- uh, a third. I mean, uh, close to half. Mm, doesn't seem quick enough. Doesn't sound like you're us. trying hard enough. No, it doesn't. Hmm. No. Well, yeah, so I wish finished your opinion. Just, this is a, uh, I guess, a quick review. I'm not going to really spoil anything. Uh, this is more like a tease. Yeah, but Thrawn, if you haven't read a novel yet because you're kind of on the fence on whether you should read a novel, go read Thrawn. Especially if you've read the EU because... I think with Timothy Zahn coming back, tackling a character that he invented and absolutely knows in and out. I mean, he captures every aspect of Thrawn. It's everything you'd want to know about Thrawn's origin that maybe wasn't uh, necessarily covered in uh, the comics or the books in the old EU. But yeah, if you're waiting for a book to read this this by far of all the new canon books that have been written by far is the best. Yes. Aside from maybe Lost Stars. This is better. Uh, I love Lost Stars, but uh, this is better than Lost Stars. Yeah, lo- it's there I mean there's really? different there's different tiers of books in my mind. Like mm-hmm. Thrawn is like the In my mind, all book. books are equal, Garrick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Socialist. No, anyway, so <laughs> Kami. That's a, yeah, Target uh, sorry, Thrawn is like in a tier to itself and then Lost Stars is like in the tier right below it by itself. But they're both excellent books. But yeah, yes. Thrawn is very well written. The story is very engaging. It is uh, it is just like the embodiment of Star Wars through and through. through Mike, are you thing. reading this? Um, I, I am not, but I'm intrigued now that you guys are, uh, I mean, such high praise. And you're not the only ones. I'm seeing this too on online. I mean, I, everybody just kind of is really, really digging this book. So this might be one I pick up. This is this is like you you are a big fan of the EU. Yeah, Corey was a big fan of the EU, and, and mm-hmm. uh, Corey really Corey has, is like, reading it, right? He, yeah, yes. he's actually reading it, and he he's just texted us back and forth. We've been texting back and forth. He said he really enjoyed it. So this is what's gonna should get you off the fence, Mike. You should definitely read yeah, it. Yeah, I'm probably has, gonna have to. It is kind of like it seems at first like it's a Rebels tie-in because it does have Governor Price, if you remember from the Rebels show, in it as one of the main characters. But it doesn't feel well, thanks for, like a uh, Rebels tie-in. <laughs> thanks for ruining Most, that for me, Garrick. Yeah. yeah it's, well, there's the rumors cast. She's in like the fourth, fifth chapter, dude. <laughs> well, I didn't know who that was until you just said that. Oh, she's from Rebels, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Totes my goats. <laughs> she's totes. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, we'll do a full review, hopefully, next time we record yeah well yeah and and cory will hopefully be here to interject his thoughts michael had the first book he's ever read Mm. in his entire life yeah mike (laughs) you need to get on it and read it i have to crank it out man i haven't cranked out a star wars novel in a long time boys i actually saw timothy's on at star wars uh yeah yeah how's he doing you you guys rub elbows you guys go out to lunch well i walked by him and i was i went to the booth i'm like oh he said get the hell away from me no i went up to the the vendor and i'm like hey you work here and the guy's like i don't work here i volunteer here i'm like oh <laughs> sorry man you got any of them thrones left 
He's like, we just <laughs> sold out. Like, God damn it. So I was going to go get his autograph on, uh, on something else. And I was going to walk up right to the desk. And I, I just happened to look behind. And, you know, nobody was standing there, like maybe one person. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to go get his autograph. And then I turn around and I realize there's a sign that says Timothy's on sign line or something. And it's like <laughs> 30, 40 people deep. And I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, so I just walked by and sniffed him a little bit. And that's like good him. enough. Good enough for good. Well, you should have invited him on the podcast. On he, the smelled, podcast. he smelled delightful. Yeah, it was delightful, huh? Timmy, Timmy Z. Yeah. So Close that's encounters. all I got for the reviews. Well, yeah. really? Well, well that I, means I, it yeah. would be time, right? Yeah, you know. Maybe. Time for the porkins. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess so, right? Porkins, yeah. Yeah. Again? Ah, oh, we're doing porkins again. Yeah. But. Right? Uh, maybe. Oh. What? I think he's back, guys. Hello, Grand Moff Tarkin here. As you know, Star Wars is known for its imagery and homages to World War II. And not only the dress, but in the political systems laid out in the movie. But did you know there are characters that also get their name from that great war? Mati, for instance, is a military term in Finnish to describe a military force that has been encircled by another military force. Much like Admiral Mati's throat was encircled by the force. And you know what else is a circle? <laughs> the Death Star. Oh, you may fire oh, when ready. Oh my goodness. <laughs> huh. Really? I did not know that. More circles? I think Parker would know it's here. At some point. He maybe should. Cause he's, maybe because he's just looking at the 2D screen with the target. Maybe he's a thing. flat Death Star. I think it's a circle. <laughs> yeah. Well, he only sees one angle ever. What? <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't think we actually have any rumors this week, right? We got so many rumors. None of the got, rumors. We got, we got some stuff and things, man, that we can talk we about. No rumors. Anyway. Nothing we got happened. One rumor. We got two, three, four, five rumors. Five. We might even be able to squeeze in a six. I, the try. only rumor I, I want to talk about is Yoda looking like a rock. <laughs> Howie, if you're really good, we might fit that six. But you have to be good. Well, last week, boys, we talked about Ryan Johnson. He was in the news with celebration rapping last week. That he was, and uh, had, had made some d- big reveals on a, on a couple of things. Uh, one of which was uh, the fact that we are going to find out about race parentage in this movie. Uh, but the other thing he was talking about that he kind of hit on and people have been tweaking day nips as they yeah. say, <laughs> <laughs> right now. talking about uh, the trailer that had dropped last week. There is a scene where there appears to be some kind of racing pods or fighter pods of some sort on a big uh, salt flat uh, moving toward what appear to be in the distance uh, a walkers of some sort. So it looks like there's a big confrontation. Well, people uh, visually uh, are tweaking on the 
the red dust that's being kicked up by these uh, by these pods as they're going over the salt flats. And and uh, in the interview, Johnson does talk about, you know, hey, this is it's a new planet and, and it's called this. And I can't remember the name of the planet, but um, more importantly, crate. he was hitting on the crate, the the. Yeah, you're right. Yes, that's it. That's exactly what it was. So, um, so new planet, uh, a brand new, um, you know, never been there before. Um, but this this red dust that's being kicked up, um, people are talking about his comments on this, and he's saying that the the red dust that's being kicked up is was a very intentional thing that he mm. uh, very much wanted the red color, um, and then he references Kylo's lightsaber, and he talks about. Uh, like the the red that we see in the um, uh, in the poster, the new teaser poster that came out, and even in the the title, uh, you know, the Star Wars, the, um, you know, the Last Jedi uh, title artwork that's been put out. Everything is themed red. red, and uh, he says that's very intentional. And what people are theorizing, and he kind of hints at this as well. Um, I mean, what's what's red? The most obvious would be blood. Lightsabers. No, not lightsabers, but uh, that there's that that blood is is going to be an important part of this movie. Family basically is what it's boiling down to. So, um, you know, and and this kind of goes to the you know the you know rumors that you know he was talking about with Ray's parents and and all that stuff. And to me, I mean, all these things are pointing to one thing, and that's that Ray is a Skywalker. I don't know yeah, how you guys feel about this, but. Oh, you I know mean, how I feel about it. Well, and we've said this before. I mean, some good. of the earliest rumors about this new trilogy were that Luke was going to have a daughter. And I just, I think all that's playing. I mean, everything's being set up right now for that reveal. I don't know how you guys feel. Well, oh, yeah. I do know how <laughs> how Garrick feels about this. I but. think her name's Ray Chelly Afra Skywalker. <laughs> there you well, go. there's One some name. other rumors hitting hard that says Luke doesn't even know who Ray is, and but dumb, yep, dumb. Yeah, I, well, we've heard we've heard both. I mean, both of this stuff for a long time. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how else you. I mean, if this if red is symbolizing family and blood ties and all that stuff, which Ryan Johnson seems to be pointing toward. I don't I don't know what else, um, is stronger than than that than the the Skywalker family tie. I don't know. I mean, unless she ends up being related to them in some other way through the solo line or something like that. But that seems unlikely because solos have no force abilities that we're aware of. So I don't know. That's just that's just my thought about it. But well, they could get it through their mom. Well, apparently there's a I haven't seen this. There's a, a red carpet interview or something with Daisy Ridley. Oh, red again. And uh, um, Eric Davis. Uh, tweeted something about obviously he doesn't even know who she is when she Ooh, shows up with his freaking lightsaber. Of, I just saw speaking of red carpet, you know, who has red carpet, Mara Jade. <laughs> wow, maybe they're bringing oh back God. Mara Jade. <laughs> wow, yeah, uh, welcome to Fly Casual. <laughs> <laughs> what? Talk about her hair. Nothing, man. No, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. It buddy. brings a whole new okay. meaning to your light good. speed we're, fix. We're good <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, obviously, you red, know what you were okay. Back deal. to what you were saying. Back to what you were saying about him not obviously not recognize her. I don't know that that's true. 
I mean, we don't. I mean, all we well, this was in so a response to that interview that I don't know specifically what she said. So there's definitely some people. Well, if he's if he's re- uh, referring to the end of the Force Awakens when they see each other, no, and he's saying that there's obviously no recognition from Luke there. I I can't say that that's true. I mean, we there's just a see lot a few of seconds of them. We just see a few seconds of them looking at each other. I can't say that I can pick up in that look that we saw for 20 seconds or 30 seconds that there was recognition or not recognition. I, I just don't know. Yeah, I Luke, think he just Luke displayed play out. every emotion there is in that one look. <laughs> in that look. Every single one. <laughs> all of them, all emotions <laughs> channeled at that one particular spot. That's right. How good he is. A good actor. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe it's also kind of some misdirection. So, yeah, I mean, all that's possible, of course. But I, I just that's what I feel like. I feel like this is all setting up for that. Well, I, so, I think it's always been the obvious answer is that she's raised raised his daughter. It's see, always been the obvious thing, which yeah, it's kind of seems but to see, be too thing. easy. Here's, it seems that way, but here's why I, th- I think it's still true because that's the easy answer. That's where everybody gravitates to. But the one thing that Johnson did say um, last week too, was that there are going to be a lot of reveals in this movie. It's not just the parentage that we're going to learn about. We're going to learn about a lot of things. And I think there's going to be more things shocking to us or interesting or intriguing to us than just finding out that Luke or Leia or someone, you know, in the Skywalker family is related to Ray. Well, I think that to me, if, if, if and I'm fine with Ray being Luke's daughter, but if that's the I'm case fine with that, just make it known. Don't make a big deal. Like I am your father. Cause it's, it'd be, stu- I don't think can, it'd be stupid right? at that point. I agree. I mean, I think that I, I should have been, yeah. it should have been, uh, Revealed in F eight, in my opinion, if that's the case. I think I think Ray needs to discover that for or herself. F seven. Like sure. she's searching through the I don't know scrolls or books and finds out Luke's her father somehow. I I think Luke might be hesitant to tell her after all these years because uh, he never went back to pick her up. Right. Well, and then of course there's the big question of the mom. I mean, we just we have no idea about that. That might be the bigger RJ. reveal than than. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that Ray is Luke's daughter. I mean, it, the tree. I, I mean, the, the mother the is is probably going to be baby. <laughs> the mother is going to be the bigger reveal. The mother is going to be the big shocker that everybody's going to be like, "What just happened?" Yeah, that'll That's be interesting. I, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because ev- everybody's wrong on that theory. Nobody has any idea. I mean, unless she, be, you know, unless she's it's revealed that she's you know Leia's child. But um, I mean, that's the only one that I could. You know, see that would shoot that down, but I Luke think they're sending Leia this- together. Is that what you're saying? No, gross, Mike. Like, seriously, what's wrong baby? with you? Why would you say something like that? I know. <laughs> Bringing down the integrity of this podcast, or turning it into the taboo podcast. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is that a podcast? So, yeah. So, is, is are we saying that uh, that Vader? And Luke and Leia are the only Skywalkers in this universe. The only ones that we know about right now. Well, I mean, Kylo Ren is a Skywalker. Yeah, kind of a Skywalker. Or ben. A solo. solo. He's a solo. 
Ben Solo. Oh, Ben Solo. Okay. I thought you were talking about Obi-Wan. It's like, he's not a Skywalker. He knows a Skywalker, but... He kind of was. No, he wasn't. Maybe maybe raise a cousin. Once removed. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. So. Or she's a force baby. She just popped into being. Yep. Speaking of Luke, Luke carried her for speaking yeah, of things was... getting born out of tubes, Mike. <laughs> do you have any news about clones? Captain Rex uh, is in the news this week? Really? Uh, those who don't know, Rex is uh, a Clone Wars throwback. We first I met know that guy. A... Or did we meet Rex in Ep Two? First, is that where we met him, or do we meet him in Ep three? Probably Ep three, wasn't it? Ep six. Uh, I, don't, I don't know oh, how good. many. I don't Clone know Wars. how many. Yeah, how many in the Clone Wars were actually named or anything like that? So I think I actually met him in Clone Wars and Ep three is our first introductions, probably to to Captain Rex. Yeah, so anyway, I, actually, is, I think it was before then, Mike. Before? Oh, really? I think it was before Clone Wars that we were introduced to Captain Rex. Was it? Oh, really? It was Boba Fett, wasn't it? Can you explain? I don't know. Django Fett? What talking about? I'm just trying to lead you into the story that you're about to talk about. Okay, well, so that's how we were first introduced. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Mike's no, left first... in the dark. We were no, first said... introduced to Captain Rex in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Supposedly. Well, at least that's what they're claiming now. So sources really? are saying... And I, I supposedly this re- was revealed at Celebration last week, right? That uh, at one of the panels, and I think somebody had a picture of it and everything where Filoni has got this on one of his overheads, and it was probably the Rebels uh, panel. And um, you can see Filoni on stage, and they've got a big overhead projection of some design work from Return of the Jedi, right? And the Return of the Jedi projection um, is, if, if you remember the the... The back, some of the background characters from Return of the Jedi, one of the commandos that went down to the planet uh, or to the moon Endor with uh, with Han Solo and his strike uh, group. One of them was an older guy with big white beard. Yep. What are you and, telling uh, me, Mike? What are you I'm saying? telling you that they're saying that uh, Captain Rex survived what? all the way through Return of the Jedi and was part of that uh, part of that group. That uh, wow. took yeah. him. now so, this is a long lived clone. Yeah, this yeah. is a uh, um, yeah, this is a uh, definitely in the rumor cast for a good reason, and no one's confirmed it, but they did say pretty much we're putting this out here. You, you go ahead and speculate. The, yeah, that yeah, image. I, I didn't, I didn't actually hear the panel. Yeah, I just, I just read a report about it, so I'd probably want to go in and listen to it myself now that everything's kind of up and and available to us. Um, to go back and listen to, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, well, it, it seems pretty obvious. I mean, from, I mean, if <laughs> assuming uh, we, I know we live in the day of age of uh, doctored pictures and fake news, as they say, and, and things like that. So, I mean, unless somebody really took the time to doctor, you know, a, a picture of, you know, Filoni sitting on stage at celebration and, and on the overhead, having, you know, that particular picture uh, seems kind of far-fetched but, but they're uh, in in this article they're quoting uh Filoni and pablo hidalgo right hidalgo right uh oh. is that right Man. pablo hidalgo 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 mm-hmm. like the movie yeah with aragorn in it yeah mike that so, gets pinned on you sucker <laughs> that's all right I'll but uh you, they were they put up this image and they were joking 
you know, it's like, oh, how did that get up there? Uh, why would he need <laughs> camouflage? Uh, and then, how did that happen? And Pablo said, just speculate away. We're putting it out there. You know yeah. what? I I can't remember if it was was a Corey bitching about that this week. Somebody was was saying, "Oh, that that's could kind be of any dumb. number of things." <laughs> yeah, with Corey <laughs> Burn. <laughs> but <laughs> I but those are the kind of retcons that I'm cool with, man. I'm like, oh, you know, he looks like it. That's kind of cool. Why not, man? Why not make that Captain Rex? There's no reason that that it couldn't be or shouldn't be. I yeah. mean, we've introduced him in Rebels. He's become part of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Why not? Why can't he be on that strike team at at uh, Endor? He totally can, and I'm really cool with it. And I hope, I hope that is retcon and and it becomes canon because I'm in. Yep, me those, too. Those are those tie-ins that, that I'm cool with. That is a that's classic baloney, man. Yeah, it He's is. All about that. I don't know that he has the authority to say that with any. <laughs> Well, he should. They should give him all the authorities <laughs> to do it. Yeah, all of it. All the authorities. All the film authority. Yes, he should, because he's usually he's usually right. <laughs> yeah, this kind of always things. right. He's my hero. He's my hero. Speaking, Speaking of heroes, heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, beat you. <laughs> Uh, What's Benicio's Guillermo, brother up to? Guillermo del Toro. How does that have to do with heroes? Benicio I'm, del Toro. Brother, right? no, it's Guillermo del Toro. They're not brothers, oh, they have the same last name. <laughs> they have to be brothers. Guillermo del Toro, one Cousins? of my favorite. Does that, mean of the bull? Does that mean of the bull? Of the bull, <laughs> of the bull, yes. Guillermo the of the bull. bull. Well, Guillermo's one of those guys that talks, talks a whole heck of a lot. He's always out there chatting himself up. Well, recently he's been out there saying that, you know, hey, I've been chatting with Kathleen Kennedy and uh. Thank I'm you. uh, we're t- we're sp- you know, we're spitballing some ideas for a spinoff movie, and really? uh, with him, I it think you got to take with what uh, involve what, huh? Mex mech suits, mech suits. I oh, you, you mean the uh, <laughs> the Jaegers? <laughs> yeah, Jaegers. Yeah. yeah, he needs he needs to finish that movie. Is what he needs to finish. But <laughs> anyway, well, he's got an in. <laughs> Because uh, John Boyega is in the second one, so is he really? I did yeah. not hear this. I did yeah, not know. Yeah, he's like the main guy. So he's gonna talk to Boyega. He's like, "Hey, man, you can get me on that Star Wars thing." <laughs> That's right. Well, I like Guillermo Guillermo del Toro. He's done some some um, things that I really. I mean, Pacific Rim is is a great movie. I love that movie. Um, he's. I love that movie. Actually, I wouldn't say I, it's you, great. I say it's. Enjoyable. I think it's great. <laughs> You and I know your purest form of Japanese anime, whatever. I'm sure that you have your criticisms criticisms of it, but I love that movie. I also liked um, Oh Pan's Labyrinth, even though that's a oh that was really good foreign language film. That's one of my favorite yeah, films. I really like that. And of course, what he did with uh, with Hellboy um, was remarkable. I love those movies too. But um, so he's, Blade he's, Two, Blade Two. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't, Absolutely. I've never watched the Blade movies, man. I've never seen any of those. Missing out. First one's good. Yeah. Ish. Good ish. They are what they it are. Was, <laughs> it was good for the 90s. So anyway, I was kind of... Ex- well, anyway, he's claiming that he's been chatting with Kathleen Kennedy about some ideas. Um, nothing's in stone. No, no written up. Ah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I was kind of excited to hear that maybe... In the future, he might be involved with something. 
Um, I think he's got the chops to be able to pull off a Star Wars movie. So oh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think he, yeah, he has that weird like mystical thing going but, on. But here's the thing: is he too outside? I mean, does he like doing his own thing, putting his own yeah, stamp on it a I, little too much? I think that would probably be where he would. But I don't think he would would uh, you know flourish very well under Disney. Because right. they're going to rein him in. Yeah. And I don't right. think he's the kind of director that right. likes I mean, like to be Pan, Pan's Labyrinth, man. I mean, that was all him. Oh, Although, yeah. And it was beautiful. It was I, beautiful I, could, I could see it potentially, uh, like what they're talking about, is a, a spinoff type movie that may have a little bit different edge that they're willing to, sure. uh, you know, entertain. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I guess, think if they did something, if they did something with him, they would not give him a Boba Fett. Or, or they would, you know, or no. any of the, the legacy characters. What? I think he would be one of those you would have to give a new set of characters to. Uh, one one of the uh, things brought up in the, the story was uh, uh, it'd be a story of Jabba the Hutt's rise to power. Yeah. I, I From the perspective yeah. of Mr. Bibb. <laughs> no. Uh, Ron, Ron Perlman as, as Bibb Fortuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, he really shrunk down. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I can't imagine him speaking in that broken basic. <laughs> oh, Jabba no ba- oh, Jabba no bada. <laughs> so speaking yeah. of uh, Guillermo del Toro and new um, Star Wars projects, yeah. Uh, in the news this week, we've got some uh, news. Got some. Some information about um, some of these new movies and what they're going to be. And we've had the speculation, you know, is it going to be an Obi-Wan? Is it going to be a Boba Fett? I think right now the kind of it sounds like anyway, they're kind of leaning more toward an Obi-Wan movie. Um, This particular article claims that they have an inside source that says that um, they're they're pretty much intent on an Obi-Wan movie. Um, that they're moving in that direction. Um, I, I, you know, again, these are unnamed sources. So, and this is the rumor cast. So take that for what it's worth. But, uh, I don't know. And that goes against Remember, I mean, we've been hearing this now for the last three or four weeks that, you know, that, um, Lucasfilm wants to go in the direction of new characters. And this would seem to go, (laughs) would be at, at odds with that philosophy. So, um, I guess until we have this new announcement, which Kathleen Kennedy says may come this summer, um, we really won't know. But uh, the Obi Wan standalone, I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I would I would like to see you and McGregor get another shot, and I think we've yeah. talked about this before, so I wouldn't mind that. So of course, and then you've got the 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 Boba Fett standalone. Um, yeah, we do. You know, by all accounts, this is what Josh Trank was working on before he was let go. Um. You know, by all accounts, this is kind of the, I don't know, the bounty hunters getting together and, and their movie. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd still like to see that. I, you know, as much as I would like to see new characters, I would not mind seeing an Obi-Wan and I would not mind seeing a Boba Fett. I would um, like to see the, that. that bounty hunter one. Maybe Boba Fett's not necessarily the lead. Maybe like they bring back all the, like they had Cad Bane and maybe uh, Embo. Sure. Uh, the, the I think you got to be careful though, because when you do an ensemble like that, I mean, I think the um, uh, the the danger is getting too many of 
these personalities and characters together on the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they turn start into a suicide squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, yeah, they start stealing screen time from each other and, and vying for too much attention. So I think if they did something like that, they'd really have to just focus on couple two or three. Well, and I, I mean, if you want a yeah, new absolutely. character, I think Cad Bane is his new. I mean, even though we've seen him in, you know, rebels and we've seen him in, um, um, the Clone Wars, in the comic, in um, the comic. That's right. Um, I, I mean, we haven't seen him in the live action yet, and I, to me, he'd be interesting. I, I'd, I'd like to see maybe a story with but him. The good thing about bounty hunters is none of them really talk that much. Like Boba Fett, really is not a very vocal yeah. person. No, Embo barely says a word. You know, Cad Bane's yep. really the only one who has dialogue. Talks <laughs> yeah, all the time. Can't shut him up. Yeah. yeah, so I think they could absolutely do it because none of them are actually going to say anything. They're just going to kind of stand around and look awesome and you know mm-hmm. do their thing. It right. Is, well, there are news. There are some sources too. I mean, those are the two obvious that we've heard for a long time. But now there's some rumors about some other styles of Star Wars movies that are being tossed around. Um, the third type uh, that this source is claiming is that we might see a love story type angle set in star wars and they're comparing this to like a i don't know young adult type do lost stars do lost stars just do the really book. yeah do the book man. <laughs> that was a love story and it was awesome it was yeah high. yeah i'm not sure this this is gonna be this is gonna be a scary one because you know if, if they try to pull a hunger games or you know that kind of angle to it you know the yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Lost Stars seems interesting to me. I mean, I know well, enough about that book. To... I'm, I'm just talking about in general, you know, just the whole what they're talking about. You know, if they reference the Hunger Games or the Fault in Our Stars. Well, I don't I don't I, I don't think that they'll go that style or I mean, that that particular storyline. I mean, if you did like a um, like a Lost Stars where you've got you know, one that's on the rebellion side and one that's on the yeah. imperial side. I mean, that's a very, to me, that's an interesting like, movie making. For the, and for the you most- can fill the gaps between, I mean, that's, that's one of the, one of the huge gaps that they need to start filling is between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, right? I or mean, Empire me, and Jedi. Like Empire, yeah, right. I mean, that seems like that, that would be a good opportunity to, to, to do something like that. So that's, I wouldn't mind it. seeing myself i mean it takes on it has a bunch of the tropes that a lot of the young adult novels have you know with the you know the the two kids who grow up to, with each yeah. other and they right. go their separate ways and then they it's kind of like the romeo and juliet they go through training you know they're the wussy and they they go through these hardships but they come out of training and they're awesome you know it has all those tropes but it does it really really well and i right. think it would translate incredibly well to a movie like, like it, it it reads like a movie just, mm-hmm. just the book itself, I think. Man, if they made that into a movie or even like a Netflix series, I think it would be extremely awesome. Well, speaking of Netflix series, that's uh, yeah. the next type of Star like, Wars that we might be seeing here in the near future. I Sources are saying that Star Wars on television is going to be, over the next few years, is going to be the, the big focus. Because they've got, oh, I mean, we've got movies scheduled through 2020 now. And so they've got that stuff moving and that's becoming a well-oiled machine for them. Um, but I think that they're probably going to start looking long-term. They have to start looking long-term now. I mean, they're oh, at yeah. that point. I mean, I, you know, I, I have to imagine, I mean, Han Solo's already under development. I have to imagine that they've 
for all intents and purposes, even though they haven't announced it, they, they already know what they're doing for this, um, this third spinoff movie. Um, I can't imagine that they're not moving in a direction by now. So, I mean, they've got that all dialed in. Um, but you know, before they start going off and, and making maybe even another trilogy, you know, of the mainline movies, how do you fill that gap? And that would be with, with, um, you know, more animated TV shows and maybe even some live action TV shows. Well, you, oh, yeah, uh, you, you kind of expect after episode nine that there's going to be some sort of intermission period. You can't, I don't think you can go right into another trilogy. That I oh, no way. I just, I think you've got to let people breathe. A few I, I, years, think the, yeah, I think the 10 years, years I think, years. <laughs> I think the 10 years that it took between, um, between, um, the prequels and F seven, I think that was appropriate. I mean, it felt at that time that felt about right. And what was I it? 15 years for the original trilogy and I could have uh, had F9, so. I could have had it a little sooner. I'd have been okay with really? that. Really? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I have a, I have my doubts that they would wait a whole decade to do it again, but um, you got to have some kind of cool off period, right? Yeah, and, and what but, better, what better to keep the franchise alive, you know, but not produce big budget movies by, you know, doing some television. Yeah. Well, I, do you think they're going to stop making movies, Star Wars movies altogether? I don't oh. know. I think they might. Maybe you think so? Even spinoff movies? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Because, I don't know. Well, here, here's what here's why I asked the question: if if they don't, if they continue to make the the spinoff movies during yeah. that intermission period, uh, it's it doesn't have an effect on me. I'm like I'm still getting Star Wars, and it's not going to feel like an intermission period, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm I I don't know that these these spinoff movies are that great of an idea. I don't I don't know because may have. Well, that's one of the reasons. Um, of course, Rogue One was great, so I don't know. I guess they, I'll have to see Han Solo. But, but Disney's not showing <laughs> yeah. the fact that they like cool off periods, and they're they're doing super superhero movie one right after the other every year. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they get in that mode just like Marvel and just yeah, they do like just three crank, a year. Them the, crank them the heck out. And, <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, if they're making money, I suppose you do. Um, my only, my, again, my only fear about the TV show is that they'll put it on ABC and that would be the worst decision ever. I don't think I, I don't. I hope they're smarter than that because I I don't know. Lucasfilm seems to be above the or ahead of the curve most of the time. And they've got to understand and know that a better option would be to look at streaming services like Netflix or, oh, yeah. you know, Amazon Prime or something to put up, put a show there. And, you know, that's where, you know, um, that's where most people are nowadays. I mean, they like the binge watching. They like the, you know, being able to, to you know, log in and watch their show anytime they want. Maybe they'll put on A&E. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. I think they own A&E, right? <laughs> uh, they own a lot. But, I mean, Marvel, I guess they've got their, don't they have an ABC show? That the yeah, Shield, Agents whatever. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I don't know how that's doing. Obviously, it's still on the air, so I guess it's doing well enough, right? I guess it's all right. I don't know. I stopped watching a while back, so. Yeah. I mean, it's very watered down. But I'm definitely intrigued to see what they do, what how they move forward, because you can't not do something because they're making too much money. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, uh, so they're they're going to be continuing with something. I think they got to find it, they got to find a balance though, because I mean, I mean, like I said, movie wise, we're set through twenty twenty. You know, so we've got three more years of this, and and you know, even if they don't, um, which I don't think they will, I don't think they'll do another saga trilogy right away. You know, and then you ask, you know, will they even stop doing the the spinoffs? And I'll say this about that: if they continue to do spinoffs, I don't think they should do them every year. I think we're going to be in burnout yeah. mode if they oh, if yeah. they they're doing them every year. Um, yeah, I, that's just how I feel about it, but. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think they could potentially do something, um, you know, if they're willing to explore completely new ideas, right? Which well, they haven't. Me, they why, haven't shown that they've done the that. Animated yet. shows and maybe a live action show. I mean, yeah. to me, those are different avenues. I mean, they're already exploring all other media. I mean, we've got books and we've got comics and we've got. You know, the movies, you know, to me, TV, I mean, we're already there with, you know, Rebels and animated series. I have no doubt they're going to pick, you know, after Rebels ends that they're going to, they've already got an idea they're, they're cooking up. Oh, yeah. They already said it's not animated. They already said animation is not right. Yeah. Yeah, But I I want to see, I want to see something completely new. Like even with uh, Rogue One, uh, as great as that was, it wasn't you know, completely new in in the sense that it still was in that tight time frame that this, all these stories are taking place. Right. And I, I want to see him explore, even if it's during the same time frames, that's fine, but explore something completely different within the star Wars universe. Well, one thing that they the could explore, which uh, this kind of leads us into our next, um, you're welcome. Mike next story <laughs> is, uh, there's actually rumors out this week about a Knights of the old Republic reboot. What? Yeah. yeah. I love that game. Yeah. It's everybody like my favorite game, game of all time. So, but I guess oh, no. there's some, I'm there's some questions there. I, I mean, obviously back, you know, to the point about, you know, more star Wars and what directions can they go? Um, to me, that would be an interesting left turn so to speak, you know, kind of leave what we've been doing in the, you know, in the 30 year timeline or 50, 60 year timeline that we've already established and then go, you know, go back 4,000 years in the past, you know, and set up a whole kind of, you know, for all intents and purposes, a whole new world. Um, yeah. That would be go all aerial on it. And I mean, they, you can talk about brand spanking new. I mean, they could make all of that new. <laughs> and uh, I, I did the wrong one, but it's okay. Just move it past. Okay, get your Disney princesses right, man. Not having this on this cast. <laughs> so this Knights of the Old Republic reboot, uh, reboot Screen Rant is uh, reporting this week that uh, yeah, there's kind of a, re- a redesign, kind of a retake is is underway. They the you know the game itself, at least the first one, is widely considered to be the best, probably the best Star Wars game of all time. Agree. Uh, by by uh, fans and people that have played the game uh, and the mythology that they've created around it is just rich and lush and and ripe for the picking and uh i don't think it would take much at least in my opinion to to tweak it a little bit and you know and bring it into the new canon you know what i mean and uh i just have to i just have to wonder if this reboot is a success you know if they don't start looking at you know, that timeline as the new direction, you know, the direction no to go doubt. for the immediate future. 
have no doubt it would be a success. People have been hungering for yeah. another one of these. I mean, the MMO well, and, is so and what have we had? Okay, so we've had the Knights of the Old Republic, then they did a part two to that. Yeah. And then yeah. I think they were looking at a part three or something like that, but then ended up doing the the online. Yeah, the MMO. RPG. The MMO, right, yeah. which started out pretty popular, but kind of dropped pretty quick. I don't know. You guys are more in tune with yeah, with it, that. it went free to play relatively quickly. I don't know what the current user base is, but it's definitely not what it used to be. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they keep releasing expansions and all this mm-hmm. stuff for it. So I assume it's still pretty popular. But... Make some money, right? Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those weird things where when I first started playing it, I was hooked. I loved it. But mm-hmm. then it quick as you advanced, it quickly became not great. And so yeah, I think I think the 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 yeah the user base dropped dramatically, which forced oh. them to do free to play. And yeah, we were playing. We were like the first adopters of the game. Like we were both in the beta and everything. And when the I think there was balancing issues when we first played. But overall, I say the story was probably one of the best stories in the MMO that I've ever played because mm. you got to know your character. You know, you got to live the story mm-hmm. uh, in the game and. He kind of kind of felt for your character and what was going on around them. So well, they yeah, also had amazing sounds. Like I remember the first character, the bounty oh, yeah. hunter. You know, and I was in a, in an area shooting up some stuff, and it, just the just the the sounds. You know, of, you know everything blowing up around you and that kind of stuff. It was that's, pretty awesome. That's one of the good things about the series is they understand Star Wars. I mean, down to every detail. Like like you're saying, the sound, the lighting, the story. The lore, the myths, everything is just like dead on Star Wars. What you want to see in in a movie or or you know a TV show or something, but they put it on the game, and you just get so involved. So coming out with a new one would, I think, they would make all the money if they if they ended up rebooting the series. Even if they maybe like took out Revan or something, even then, I think it would still be a, a pretty good success. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they would make all the money. So I'm not. I mean, sure it just feels like. It just feels like a new stomping ground, you know, that they could they can, you know, walk down for a while. I think people so. are hungering for like a substantial Star Wars game because there really hasn't been one. I mean, Battlefront was half a game. I mean, Battlefront yeah. 2 is coming right. out. Supposedly people are a, excited about Battlefront 2, apparently. And yeah, apparently there's an actual story mode in that one. So that that's pretty exciting. But people want like a, a single. I, I know I do. I want a single player story game that I can get immersed in instead of. Right. Like, Yep. A, a multiplayer based game where you know it's ba- you know my maybe my skills not as good as everybody else's so i get murdered but yeah right i think right people yeah i don't I, so I know i i'm much i mean i'm not nearly the gamer that you guys are but i much prefer the story mode where i can just like you're saying immerse myself in it because I, i'm not one of those guys that plays a lot so when i get on online and i'm playing with it i get murdered i'm always the first guy that gets killed you know and that's <laughs> yeah. that's not fun why would i spend 60 bucks to get into a game where I'm just going to get murdered every time. Yeah. That's, that's not fun. <laughs> that's the great so. part about these games. It's not, they're not Twitch game. You know, it's never, it would never had been a Twitch game. It's, you know, it's turn-based basically. And you, you, you know, pick your skill set. I mean, that's basically the biggest skill challenge there is picking your skill set and executing which skill at what, what point. So yeah, people like noobs like you who don't know how to play real <laughs> games. I <think. laughs> really love this too. That's yeah, all good. We need it. Make it. Do Make it, it happen. Yeah. Make it so. Yeah. I want it to and work. like I said, I think the success if if they if they do this and it sounds like they are that the success of this will be um 
a measuring stick for them to see if that's, you know, a new point in the timeline that they can explore and really do some new things with. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, yeah. gaming for me growing up was like a third of the Star Wars experience. I mean, right. we had our movies, but that's all we had. We had books yeah. and, you know, those yeah. came out maybe once every couple months. But games, you know, they yeah. came out every so often. You just get immersed in that world and they became yeah. part of the legend. You know what I want, guys? You know what I what, you, what I really, what really want? want? What I really, <laughs> what do you want? really, want? What do you really, really want? I want. I want my star. Yeah. Well, actually, you got it. We're done. Yeah, uh, uh, a Star Wars political drama. Ooh. Something like you know West Wing or 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 something you know some kind of political drama that it's you know on on Netflix or or whatever and. That's yeah. what I want. I want. I mean, yeah. this the Thrawn novel has gotten me itching for more of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> House of Thrawn. House of <laughs> Thrawn. House of Thrawn. It writes itself. Yep. I would be in for that. I don't. Know I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, that's where some of the experimentation comes in. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about the budgets for tv shows and how hard they are and you know how experimental you can be and that type of thing so i don't know i i, I would love to see that i just wonder how much you how big of a, the, the a viewership you get for that definite challenge of you know making sure you hit the right points but don't you know i, I don't know i don't know how you do it but they better do it well, they've You're done right. it before, though. I mean, um, what Sci-Fi Channel had the Battlestar Galactica series, and I, oh, which was I mean, that's some of the best oh, political, yes. and I mean, all the way around from politics to religion to, I mean, it wasn't just an action, you know, an action series. So it can be done. It can it was barely be done. a sci-fi series. Barely, I mean, you're right. Barely. That's, I, <laughs> yeah. It was happened to be set in space, but I mean, I had I had friends and family that. that um, that I introduced that to, and they're like, ah, it's just, you know, space crap and all. And then they watch it and are just like enthralled because it's, it's addictive on so many different levels. So did you say it enthralled? Can, can, enthralled, but you can say enthralled. Enthralled, yes. <laughs> I want Star Wars Game of Thrones where just, you know, you never know who's going to live or die and <laughs> dragons and white walkers in the wall. <laughs> dragons and Star Wars. <laughs> Well, boys, that's all I had for rumors. That's all you got? That's all I got. Ugh. Was that six? Was Howie a good boy and he got six? Uh, Sure. <laughs> good job, Howie. Good job. I, I think that was only good five. Boy. That's your, He's such a good boy. Night-night, Howie. Night-night. <laughs> You're good tomorrow. Maybe you can have another room. <laughs> Please, boy. You save up five rumors, you can get that. Uh, you know, if you save en enough rumors, I should say, you can get that Black Series Luke you've been wanting. Ooh. Deluxe edition. Deluxe. But anyway, if you guys have been good and you want to contact us and tell us how good you've been and you want your rewards, well, guess what? You can contact us on Twitter or Facebook. On Twitter, we are at FlyCasual1138. That's 1138. And on Facebook, we are search bar, <laughs> click in search bar, type in fly casual podcast, enter. And that's our page right there. So, yeah. Check us out. We're and also if on you iTunes. really want something, uh, a reward that Garrick promised, you'll have to contact him about it. Yeah. And we'll see how that works out. 
some exclusions may apply. Not valid in any state. But we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and please, 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 that's four pleases. Rate us. Give us three. Some stars. You know, leave a nice message because that's how we get out. That's why we keep wanting to do this thing because, you know, we really don't know how many people listen to this. I don't really care because I just like doing this every week with you guys. Oh. <laughs> no, I care. You guys are the listeners are the best part. That's why we do this. We try to entertain mostly and uh, we just want to know if we're doing a good job. So let us know. Go out, do ratings. I know it's a little difficult, but it's it's worth it. So, yeah, that's all I got, you guys. So I'm signing off here. My name is Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Over here at Master Control, we got Stephen J. Howie. That's me. And um, awesome. Everything is. Yes, absolutely. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Part of a team. Everything is mm, awesome. Yeah. Like the Lego movie. And over there, we got Michael J. Archibald. I see what you did there. I, I, there, I, right? I get it. I get it. I From get the Lego it. movie. I do. I see. Yeah. Simmons' yeah. favorite song. The kids like the the little the ones. They don't. like. They dig it. Isn't that guy directing a new movie soon? Maybe Star Wars. Ah, uh, that might be a Star Wars movie he's directing. Yeah, maybe. There, son. Yeah, we'll see. So maybe Star Wars <laughs> coming out next year. So, that's all we got dun, dun, for dun. today. Hope you enjoyed it. Corey should be back, so maybe we can write this train going up back on the rails. Hopefully. Let's hope not. But until then, we're never going to get, get on the rails. Your, get out a slice of bread, a knife. Get some peanut butter, slap on peanut butter on one slice of bread, you know, wipe the knife on the other piece of bread, dip your knife in jelly and put your jelly on the other piece of bread and then put them together. And that's how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Nice. Can you say jelly one more time? Jelly. Jelly.